Yeah, it's going to be an exciting time, special feeling to be able to pull that shirt on. It's been a long time coming to be able to do that in Scotland. It'd be nice to do it in front of our own fans. Welcome to another Cricket Scotland podcast. I'm Jake Perry. And I'm Rosie Ryan. And Jake, our summer is nearly done. I know, it's our penultimate episode of the season this week. But we have a ton of cricket to talk about, at least. The last but one weekend of the Western Premier Division, the Europe qualifier for the Under-19 World Cup, and, of course, those three T20Is against Zimbabwe at the Grange. I cannot wait for those. We'll be hearing from Scotland skipper Carl Cutzer in a moment and chatting about that Under-19 qualifier in Desert Springs, too. But before that, our congratulations to Falkland, who will be playing in the Eastern Premier League next season after defeating ESCA's championship winners, Gala, by 23 runs in the promotion playoff at Fruki. It crowns a red-letter summer for the SPCU champions. Well done to them and to Gala too, who still had their own season to be very proud of. And in the first division of the WDCU, either Kelburn or East Kilbride will be joining already promoted air in the Western Premier Division next year. Second place Kelburn are in the box seat after inflicting the league leaders' first defeat of the summer on Saturday. They next play fourth place Drumpelia, while East Kilbride travel to fifth place Kilmarnock. Still everything to play for here, as well as, as we'll soon be hearing in the league above. Staying in the West, well done to Clydesdale, who won the McCulloch Cup in the final against Presswick on Sunday. There were also five under-17 players within that winning squad, which is just brilliant to hear. So congratulations to all involved. But as our domestic season draws to a close, the international scene is just picking up. Wednesday sees the first of three T20 internationals between Scotland and Zimbabwe at the Grange. The first time we'll have seen international cricket played in Scotland since the Women's World Cup qualifier back in August 2019. It marks the start of a crucial run of games for the national side, which continues with the next round of Cricket World Cup League 2 in Oman, then culminates in the ICC T20 World Cup in October. Leading us through will be national captain Kyle Kutzer, who gave us his thoughts on Zimbabwe, Oman, and first of all, putting on that Scotland shirt once more. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting time, special feeling to be able to pull that shirt on. Um, it's been a long time coming to, to, to be able to do that in Scotland. It'd be nice to do it in front of our own fans. Zimbabwe at the Grange brings back some very special memories, that historic ODI back in 2017. It's a different format this time, but the next question has to be, you know, what are your thoughts ahead of, of these these games this week? Just the opportunity to get out and play is, is going to be a great starting point with this question, but uh, we, we believe that we're in a really, really good place, even though we haven't played any cricket, the way the guys have trained and the way they, the preparation has gone and the work that the coaching staff have, have you know, got the players doing has put us into a, a really, really nice place. So we believe uh, this is going to be a successful series. You know, we have to think that way, but we do know that Zimbabwe will bring, bring some tough challenges. So the last time we played them, obviously, it was a pretty historic win against them. Um, but then they also beat us in the, in the second game. So we know that 
trying to back that up. Any performance, we need to try and back it up. So, uh, yeah, they, they'll bring they'll bring some some good challenges. They've got some new young players that are coming through that look very exciting. So it'll be 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 good. There'll be some challenges out in the field, but uh, we'll be uh, willing to put our necks out on the line to to go out there and be brave and win the games. I mean, we don't have have Brad Will and Josh Davey in the squad for for, for this week. Uh, they're coming in for the World Cup, of course, but still an exceptionally strong group of players that we've got available. Um, I mean, as captain, what do you want to see from them uh, over the course of this week? We've got a, an amazingly strong group of players. Uh, it, I'll be honest, it, it causes a few headaches because it's so hard to try and um, pick between some of them. And uh, I know that there's certainly pressure on, on selections because guys have been performing so well Well, uh, in, in their regional and, and club stuff and they've also been making huge strides uh, in their own personal development whether that be on and off the field but uh, particularly on the field people have been making huge strides so it makes it very tough to pick sides um, our strength I believe is to play uh, a really positive exciting brand of cricket that we give ourselves every chance to win in every game that we go out and play. We certainly don't want to be playing a safe brand, although guys have the capabilities to move up and down the gears. So um, it's about ultimately it's about making good decisions for long periods of the game. Uh, and when there's a decision to be made, be bold, be decisive, uh, and make that decision and back it 100%. Um, and that should bring our... our uh, brand the cricket out so after the Zimbabwe series is over we we move on to Oman the next round of cricket world cup league two um it's a series that I suppose is in danger of getting a bit lost uh in all the noise around the t20 world cup in particular but it's still a hugely important one for Scotland though yeah massively important in in many ways is it even more important because it's it's qualifying you know it's on the route to qualifying for the 50 over world cup so I know that um, a large number of our players believe that the 50 over World Cup is the pinnacle that we can reach at the moment, and there's absolutely no, uh, you know, no one can say that T20 isn't just as big. But in terms of formats of the game, I would say 50 over cricket for me still pips it in terms of um, being a pinnacle and what we can what we can get to at the moment. Uh, but it's going to be a, a really tough series. Playing in a man is going to be hot. There's going to be a lot of things going against us, and we're not we're not frightened to to uh, to take them head on. You know the heat and the conditions and the, the different types of surfaces, but we'll be we'll be out there willing to to take those conditions on and not shy away. So, look, it's going to be a tough series. There's no doubt about it. But we have to we have to be willing to to play the style of cricket that that will win us those games out there. They'll be hard-fought games, no doubt. But again, it comes down to making good decisions. But this time, making good decisions in real heat, that's what it's going to be. Um, so fitness levels are going to be really important. We've chatted a lot over the years about fixtures or, or the lack of them uh, more sometimes, those 10-day summers and, and, and all of that. I mean, COVID's chucked an extra spanner in the works, but... Assuming that normal circumstances uh, resume quite quickly, I mean, what's your take on where we are with with Scotland's calendar just now? What Cricket World Cup League Two has has added to it? And I imagine we'll be talking about this for a long time to try and 
um, increase the amount of fixtures that, that we are able to play. Um, obviously, there's a financial thing that comes into that, but the the Cricket World Cup League 2 you know, has, has increased the amount of games that we will be able to play ultimately by by the end of, of the qualifying stage or of the of the league stage. So there are certainly more games in there than what we used to play, but it it's gonna be it's hugely backlogged now, isn't it, because of because of COVID. So there's gonna be a lot of series coming in a hurry, which, you know, if you get on a roll and you your your team is playing well, which I fully expect from our guys it could be a great thing if you get in a roll and then you just roll into the next series. You keep on going. You have competition for places, guys pushing each other to try and improve. Um, it could be a hugely exciting thing. So there are, like I said, there are lots of fixtures. Well, more fixtures, but we're always going to be searching for more outside of those, outside of that competition. But it is exciting that that um, I guess the way it's the way it's panned out, but. Um, I think it basically doubled the amount of games um, that we that we used to play. If I'm not correct, so um, but yeah, let, let's just hope that we can keep in, in increasing that calendar. You know, maybe teams who travel over to England and Ireland to play Test matches or whatnot. Hopefully, we can lure them into to Edinburgh or Glasgow or wherever they are to try and play some games. Uh, yeah, definitely. And so just finally then, a, a little look ahead to the T20 World Cup. Um, Scotland playing Bangladesh, Oman and PNG in the first round. So what's the, the mood in the camp looking forward to that competition? Or are you not quite looking that far ahead just yet with Cricket World Cup League 2 on the horizon? Yeah, like there's, there's a mix of emotions going through a number of, uh, through the, the group, really. Uh, huge excitement, you know, to, to get back to playing. Um, there is an eye on on the World Cup. I guess playing T20s this week probably helps having a little bit of a focus on um, what's further down the line. But we've ultimately got to to understand where we are right now. We've got to stay in the now. We've got to concentrate in the games that are, you know, first one game at a time. Um, but we're cer- we've certainly been practicing and preparing for for 50 over cricket as well. So um, it is a challenge because we know we've got. We're changing formats throughout, uh, but I believe our squad is um, adaptable enough that we can we can manage that, and that that's that will be one of our challenges, and um, we'll we'll take that head on and make sure that we've done it all the prep that we can to to be in the best position to perform. But one series at a time. Let's just stay where our feet are for a little while. Kyle Kutzer, all the very best to him and the rest of the side this week. There's another World Cup on the horizon too, as the Scotland under-19s join Ireland, the Netherlands and Jersey in the European qualifier for the 2022 ICC under-19s World Cup. Originally scheduled to be played in Scotland, then Lamanga and now Desert Springs, the best two teams from the round-robin stage of the tournament will contest in a final to decide who will progress to the main competition in the West Indies. It's a tournament that has seen lots of success in the past for Scotland, Jake. It certainly has, yes. Scotland has appeared in the final stages a total of eight times, the last in 2020, bringing a 12th-placed finish. And looking at the squad, there are five players who are carrying the experience of that tournament into this cycle too. Granger's Charlie Peat skippers the side again, and he gave our colleague Gary Heatley his thoughts on the task ahead. We have 14 guys who can come in and do a good job for us. And uh, 
like our depth, I think, is one of the really strong points. Most of us are all-rounders and we can do bat and ball, so it's really, really exciting. Tournament cricket's not, it's not very forgiving. So we've really got to, you know, just be on it from the start. But everyone is buzzing to get out there because for a while there was uncertainty over whether the qualifiers would happen with the pandemic and stuff. So everyone's just buzzing to get going. Along with Pete, Jamie Cairns, Sean Fisher-Keogh, Lyle Robertson and Tom McIntosh played in South Africa last time around. And they're likely to be key men again, along with several more who've had good seasons, including Carlton's Rory McIntyre and Grange's Jack Jarvis, who made such a mark when the two clubs met in the first round of the Eastern Premier by taking 5 for 33 at Grange loan. So it's a strong squad that Gordon Drummond and Cedric English have put together. And although the qualifier is never easy, especially with Ireland involved, they'll be going into it with a good degree of confidence. Well, we'll be watching how they get on over the next few days. Scotland's first game is against Jersey on the 20th of September. Our very best wishes to all of the team. And as they get started, the domestic season in Scotland will have just been completed, Jay. That's right. After a great summer, it's set to be a really exciting end to, uh, as we've been trailing for a while, Clydesdale and Fergus Lee will play off for the Western Premier Division title at Meekleriggs next Sunday after both cleared their remaining hurdles last weekend. Neither had it all their own way. Langside gave Fergus Lee a fright in the early stages in Paisley, reducing them to 12 for 2, then 99 for 5. But 36 from David Stafford and 30 from Riyad Henry got them to 168 for 7. A total that the visitors never really threatened, as Isaiah Ahmed's 4 for 20 and Haroon Tahir's 3 for 7 saw them bowled out for 97. And at Titwood, Clydesdale had a little wobble too, as four Sam Sanghero wickets had them in trouble at 85 for 5 against already relegated Greenock. Kazim Farid and Imran Mughal stood firm though with a century stand that helped them towards a final total of 248 for 9. Sanghira completed his fifer, but Aaron Krishna then did the same as Greenock were bundled out for just 106 in reply. And elsewhere, it's as you were, with Prestwick crushing Pollock by seven wickets, Sachin Chowdhury six for 25, keeping the relegation-threatened team firmly in trouble, and Uddingston defeated Dumfries by 50 runs at Bothwell Castle Policies. The best batting performance of the day came in the mid-table clash between Stirling County and West of Scotland, where Brandon McMullen's 115 proved the biggest difference as the hosts got home by 14 runs. But it's next weekend when all will be decided. The relegation battle between Dumfries and Pollock and, of course, that title clash between Clydesdale and Fergusley. It's been a brilliant summer in the Western Premier. I've loved every minute of it. But the finale promises to be the most exciting part of all. Either way, we'll have some big news to talk about in our final show of the season next week. But that's it from us this time. Thanks again to Kyle Kitzer and as always to you again for listening. We'll be back next Tuesday, but until then, from Jake and me, goodbye. Goodbye.